Welcome back to Life Coach 180 with yours truly, Ben Lopez, a.k.a. DJ Lopez. So excited, so proud of you as we're continually moving along. We're now on day 10. Keep paddling. And so my encouragement today is no matter what, don't stop paddling. Keep moving forward. Life will serve us some, some challenging waves, but let's go ahead and kind of press through. So let's start off with this quote. Your brave is someone else's breakthrough. I really want you to examine that because what you're fighting through and what you're going through is going to be someone else's breakthrough. And this is how we press forward. This is how we keep paddling. And that's going to be the thrust of this morning as we go ahead and push through, paddle through, and make sure we reach the other end. Life can allow you to drift and circumstances can cause you to sway back and forth aimlessly. But continue to paddle and you'll move forward. Jesus had a choice not to paddle when he observed the hurting and destitute people of his time. Yet he chose compassion. And the scripture reads like this. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. And this is Mark 6, 34. Paddling means to show empathy for others and to provide lessons of life needed through Christ to bring freedom. For example, note how Jesus paddled even unto death so that we could have eternal life in heaven. He had a choice as he agonized in Gethsemane when he echoed in the deep ocean of despair. Not my will, but Father's, yours be done. Jesus chose to substitute his life for ours. It was the act of Christ's death on the cross that gave us and humanity life and another opportunity or another chance. The power to paddle during the most difficult times is when we choose to look outward instead of choosing to look inward to bring inner healing. When we do our own will, life can become motionless, like being in a kayak without paddles. However, just like adding a gas engine propeller to a boat, life is ignited by serving others. Jesus stated in Matthew 29, verse 28, Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Today is the start of being vigilant in order to look out into the vast ocean and find someone hurting. Perhaps they're closer than you know, maybe under your roof, where a simple smile or an I'm sorry can rescue them. Maybe they're at your job, where again a, a simple how are you and really going deeper can make a difference. Right now you may feel idle instead of hoping. You only see desperation. Let us take action. Let us step into paddling. When desperation hits us and there seems to be no way out, we need to take a moment and reflect what's causing the pain What's causing us to stop paddling? In other words, what's paralyzing you to the point that you're drifting outwards, that you're drifting and not moving, you're motionless, just like a buoy with no direction. Once you can identify your struggles, it's time to look to the distance and find someone who's going down for the count to rescue them. The Reverend Peter Miller was one such individual 
When he left the pulpit of a reformed church of Euphrata in Lancaster to join a commune of mystics, Michael Whitman, who took over Miller's pulpit position, would insult him every time he came into town. Imagine standing up to refuse to bear arms and fight for peace for your country and then having the new pastor call you a loser. Yet through all the sarcastic remarks hurled at Peter from Whitman, he would keep paddling. Peter, who believed in nonviolence, would express from his heart to those who actually lashed out at him, God loves you, as do I. With a twisted turn of fate, British officers invaded the tavern that Michael Whitman now owned. He exchanged insults with British officers, and when redcoats pulled out their swords and pistols, Michael Whitman jumped out the window and ran for his life. When the British finally found Michael Whitman, out of fear he spilled the beans about everything that George Washington was planning, or so he knew. Let's get this right. On one hand, he put down a reverend for protesting about peace, and on the other hand, his fear divulged as much as he could about what General Washington was going to do in the war. So here's how the story ends for Whitman. General Howe of the British Army was so disgusted by how cowardly his acts were, he picked him up like a dog and just threw him in the streets. Michael lost it all, ministry, occupation, marriage, and soon to be his life. And when George Washington found out about the treason, he captured him and was now preparing Michael to be hung in the gallows of Valley Forge. In the distance, as the smoke cleared, soldiers spotted a man walking to Valley Forge exhausted and weary. It was Reverend Peter who just kept paddling over 70 miles to plead for the life of Whitman. When General Washington got wind of it, he spoke to Peter and shared that there was no possibility for freedom for his friend. Peter said, friend, are you kidding me? He's my worst enemy. Washington responded, if you would walk 70 miles all this way to beg pardon for your worst enemy, that makes a difference. I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna release him to you. As a result of Peter's compassion, General Washington was so moved that he issued a directive to demonstrate compassion towards captured enemies and issued more pardons than any other president in history. You never know the impact you can make when you move past your hurts to rescue others in the violence of life, even if it is your worst enemy. The compassion and love we provide others to rescue them can be a catalyst to impact the world. Peter not only saved the life of Michael Whitman, but hundreds of lives that followed by modeling compassion in front of our first president. Instead of each person watching out for their own good, watch out for the good of others. This is Philippians 2.4. There is extreme healing and a renewed purpose when we step out of our hurts into the world and the pain of others. In this moment, you might be going through some challenging times, but when the time is right, step out. Look for those that are going through your similar problems, your hurts, and paddle towards them, and you become their lifesaver. Let's dive deep. What is the pain that you've been neglecting and need healing for. 
It's important to understand because I don't want you to share that pain alone. Tell a loved one, tell someone that, that you find support and confidence in, but don't carry it on your own. Above that, go to the Lord in prayer. That's the first thing we need to do. Question two, why is it important to look beyond your own hurts and circumstances to paddle towards the hurting? Look beyond what you're going through to look at the horizon and see who might be going down. And lastly, explain the process of paddling. What does that mean during difficult seasons of one's life? The whole emphasis of paddling during our time this morning. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you for this morning. Lord, I thank you for their time together with me. Father, I'm not sure. I can't even come to grips with what they may be going through. But I lift them up in your name, in your mighty name, that whatever they're going through, that a peace would just be over them, Lord God. But within that turmoil, within the conflict, that they would also have the courage to look beyond, Lord, beyond their circumstances to find somebody who's hurting just like they are, because that's where freedom happens. God, that we can look beyond the pain that we have and receive and embrace the pains of others because that's when healing occurs in our lives. And so I pray for comfort. I pray for your mighty hand to be in every situation of our lives. We love you so much, Father, that you bring the comfort and you give us the strength to continue to paddle. In the name of Jesus and the love of the Father and the power of the Holy Spirit, amen.